As we think about God and his wanting to uh, speak into our lives, we're going to look at different uh, ways in which that happens and how we can be uh, hearing his voice. And we want to start with this video that Maggie Vickery has sent in as to how God has been speaking to her recently. In the past year, God has spoken very clearly to me through all the devotions that have been posted by so many different people in the church, some of them very familiar to me and others that I didn't know at all before. But God has used them in a wonderful way to inspire, to lift up, to point in the right direction, to clarify the scriptures. And I am grateful for each one. But apart from this, my great passion in life is my garden. When I go into the garden, I am surrounded by God's creation, especially at this time of the year in the spring. I look at the trees which have been bare all winter, and I see the buds breaking into leaf, and then the blossom. The bulbs which have laid dormant all winter come through the earth and give us beautiful colours. I open a seed packet and I look at these dusty little bits <laughs> and each one is a miracle. It has the ability to become a flower, fruit, vegetables, a tree even. And it just baffles me that anyone who loves the garden cannot believe in God. I'd like to read to you a little poem. It's called My Garden and it's by Thomas Edward Brown. Rose plot, fringed pool, ferns grot, the veriest school of peace, and yet the fool contends that God is not not God in gardens when the eve is cool. Nay, but I have a sign, tis very sure God walks in mine. Well, thank you so much, Maggie, mm. for that. Wasn't that a lovely poem? I love it, yeah. And she thought about how um, she meets with God through her garden and uh, towards the end of our live stream we'll think about how God speaks to us through creation. But at the beginning Maggie uh, mentioned how the devotions that have been out on a daily basis uh, since the lockdown began have been speaking uh, to her. God's been speaking through that. And of course the devotions are um, pointing us to scripture and it's the Bible, of course, which is the primary way in which God speaks to us, his people, and indeed the world. And it's the way in which we want to be rooted and grounded in, because uh, it's also the filter through which all of life is to be uh, considered and interpreted. And, of course, even our um, impressions and promptings from God, they need to be um, checked and weighed against the Bible. Otherwise, we can get in all kinds of trouble. And I know that only uh, all too well myself. When I first became a Christian, if I could have the next slide, Kath, thank you. I watched a lot of um, American uh, Christian satellite TV, and um, the Bible was very much presented as, for beginners, as the basics. And people were encouraged very much to um, look for extra biblical experiences of God. And it's, again, not to deny that God does impress and prompt us, but 
uh, I became more fixated on trying to hear uh, God externally than through his word. And I think looking back, I actually became borderline mystical or even superstitious. And uh, you'll see some pictures here, um, some apple pies made by Holly Lane. I would have looked at those apple pies and thought, God's telling me to go to Holly Lane. <laughs> or I would see a no uh, eating or drinking sign. I'd be like, God's telling me to fast. <laughs> or I'd see a bus with the movie Noah advertised on it. God's telling me to speak to Noah. <laughs> and maybe God can work and speak through those ways. But um, the Bible was very much secondary. And even biblical numbers like seven or three or 12, if I would see them, that was God confirming for me to do things. Every thought that popped into my head was God speaking. And that proved to be dangerous. I ended up doing lots of things and believing lots of things which actually weren't true. And when it came to reading the Bible, um, maybe some of you can relate to this in your past too. I often would just open it at random and put my finger on a passage until eventually something that loosely corresponded to whatever situation I was going through seemed to jump out off the pages to me. And um, I got in all kinds of difficulty. The Bible says of itself, if we can go to um, the next slide, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. God says that the Bible is sufficient for us, even if we don't hear him in any other way. He has given us his word. He's spoken once for all time to his people. And so we need to invest the time and our effort into understanding and applying it rightly to our lives. And in Romans, we're told, do not be conformed uh, to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. That God, he actually considers maturity, uh, spiritual maturity, through knowing him through his word and through understanding what he is like and his character and what pleases him and what he's already told us to do. I wonder if so many times we're actually waiting for God to tell us to do something that in his word, he's already commanded us. He's already told us he desires of us. God's not going to tell us what to eat for our dinner. He's given us a brain and uh, he expects us to, to make wise choices and to seek him and to know him primarily through the Bible. And so we want to pray now. We want to um, offer ourselves again to... Um, to commit ourselves to, to knowing God first and foremost uh, through his word. And so if you'd like to pray uh, with Kath, the words which are highlighted in yellow, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for speaking to us through your word. Would our lives be rooted and grounded in scripture and our understanding of it illuminated by your Holy Spirit? Enable us to make spending time with you in the Bible and in prayer a daily necessity, habit and joy. Help us to rightly handle and apply your word of truth. May we never think that we've outgrown scripture, but let it be the filter through which we interpret all of life's experiences. Give us eyes and hearts to see and to hear your wondrous truths afresh each day. Keep us from picking and choosing what we like and don't like, for all of the Bible is inspired by you. 
and continue to transform us by the renewal of our minds that we may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Bring us into a fuller knowledge and appreciation of who you are and of what you are like and of how we are to live, that we may walk wisely, humbly, and obediently before you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.